Hey guys, it's me, Dr. Katz, from Straight Talk with Dr. Laura, with my special guest, Mike Lahote from Ribbons of Monroe in Monroe County. Good morning. And we are here to talk to you all about Ribbons of Monroe and what we're up to in Monroe County. Mike, why don't you go ahead and start off? Ribbons of Monroe is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that was formed in 19, or excuse me, in 2019. Um, here in Monroe that provides support and services for the cancer community here in Monroe. You know, this is the most fabulous idea ever. You know, I've noticed being a cancer patient myself, and I know you are too, that um, just the amount of resources in our area is, is really lacking. You know, I ended up having to go to Ohio for my treatments, and there were so many resources there. There was the Victory Center, and there was counseling and therapy and everything you could imagine that was at your fingertips. And here we just don't have it. We have a beautiful cancer center. Yeah. But as far as just the basic day-to-day resource and support, I, I just feel like we don't have it. Tell me some of the kind of things that we're hoping Ribbons of Monroe can offer. Well, one of the things that I found after my diagnosis and, and they began treatment and everything was that um, even with all the things that I had uh, previously in my um, uh, experience, I, I didn't know where to look. I was numb to everything that was going on. And, oh, um, me too. Yeah. It, you just hear that word and you're like, yeah, freeze. <laughs> everything just shuts down. Your brain leaves your body and says, when you get things figured out, call me. I'll come back. Right, exactly. And so, <clears throat> As they're still talking to you. Yes, yes. Still talking. Throwing out statistics, trying to give you all this positive <laughs> feedback and bombard you with information, and you're still back on, so you said I have cancer, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> Can we back up to that? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So what I I did then is I set out to uh, put together the support and services of things that I had to find on my own. Uh, lo and behold, there were a lot of things in the community that were already in place, but there just wasn't anybody to connect you with who was where and what, and how to get in touch with them and what they provided and so on. So things that we do provide for is, um, first of all, counseling, um, navigating. If, if you need somebody to help you figure out what to do next, um, we have aromatherapy, massage therapy, Reiki healing, um, end-of-life planning. We're planning some non-profit um, um, fundraisers in 2022 that's going to be um, uh, events that anybody can attend, to, and especially for those people who are battling cancer and their family members and caregivers, to kind of make life normal as, as best they can. Because nothing is the same after that happens. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so even after your treatment and after... Uh, things turn to be good. Um, we also have e-visit uh, capability. A lot of the technology due to COVID-19, um, people didn't have access to Wi-Fi, especially the older people who are... It's particularly in- daunting for the elderly who Absolutely. just aren't as familiar with the technology and, and don't want don't their want care it. to no. be inhibited no. by not really having that comfort level. And so we can help with that too. Yeah, yeah. we have e-visit uh, capability and Wi-Fi and um, telemedicine, and we even have, uh, we're connected with Cancer uh, American Cancer Society and Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and they put on Zoom and webinars, and somebody can come in here and sit and, and watch and, and take part in some of the things that answers questions um, for what they're going through 
and uh, and how to to deal with their life, uh, you know, as they battle through the cancer stuff. So. You know what's the service I like the most? What's that? The are you having a bad day? Do you need to come <laughs> and just rant about it service? We do a That's lot of that. That's my favorite service, everybody. We come in here, <laughs> and if either one of us has had a day or any of our patients and clients have a day, sometimes we're here talking for three-plus hours. Yeah. Just to get it all out, to talk to someone who can truthfully relate and have a one-on-one or one-on-two conversation that really means something. Because, you know, for me, the hardest thing about my super healthy doctor looking me in the face saying that they understand what's going on is to not be almost a little offended. Because I know they mean well. I know they're trying to be super empath, you know. But I'm looking at them going, okay, I hope to God you don't know what I'm going through. And I hope you never have to know. So I would almost be better off if they just didn't say. But then when we come here and, you know, we've we've got the piano and the grandfather clock and the reading area and the nice <laughs> conference table and the soft, cushy couches and the voices and the, you know, relationships. It's just there's nothing quite like it, even on, even on the worst day. Yeah. I tried to make this as comfortable as possible and as far from the look of an office or a doctor's um, office or treatment facility as possible so that um, I, I make a joke. I say it, it looks like the inside of my grandmother's house. And, yeah, and it's it, just homey. And, yeah, and that's the way it's supposed to be so that, um, like you said, you know, somebody could come in and just relax and um, and get all that uh, that anxiety and stress. You know, you leave that out in a parking lot. Exactly. And, um, and just let somebody else kind of Take that load for an hour or two and, and let you regroup, recharge, and uh, and then tackle it, you know, after you leave. So. Well, and I think that is an important point that a lot, of, a lot of doctors don't emphasize to their patients, you know, that you need an objective outsider person mm-hmm. to help you unload from time to time. Mm-hmm. You know, our families are magical. Sometimes they are, yeah. sometimes they aren't. Yeah. You know, but there's only so much that they can take in. Yeah. You know, you really do need a regular sounding board through experiences like this. Like even with my cancer this past year, my family was amazing. But sometimes it felt like they were almost sick too. Yeah. And to oh, the point where it, to it the point where everybody. they really couldn't take it in if I was having yeah. a bad day or if they came home and they saw me all bald and tired on the couch, like I'd wake up from my nap and they'd all be sleeping too because they yeah. were just ugh just by looking at me. They're exhausted. As so well. I think it's important to have a resource, a, you know, a sounding board like this place. Yeah. Well, here's some real big st- statistics, if you oh, like sure. statistics. Mm-hmm. 155,000 people in Monroe County, one in six or 24,000 people have either had cancer or are now currently battling cancer. Oh, my goodness. And that's the national average. We're not high. Yeah. Um, so it's still startling, though. Yes. Yeah, so just to you, hear that out loud. If you buy into that one in six degrees of separation, that means that every single human being in Monroe County is connected to somebody, uh, either a loved one or a relative or a coworker or an employer or whatever that has had or currently has cancer. So now, if you take that statistic a little further, and you say the average doctor can see a patient every fifteen minutes, roughly. So you stretch that out over a week, you stretch that out over a month, then a year. It would take a doctor three and a half years to see everybody once. That's okay. incredible. Now that's that's a real fact, and so um, <clears throat> so we're here to you know to kind of bridge that gap, help connect people with other organizations and facilities that 
provide services that they can that they need and they can use, and at the same time, you know, we can we can be that sounding board or that um, that lending ear to uh, to let you vent and 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 find out what you want to do and where you want to go. And you know, the thing is, is that we're here. To, to lessen that burden or to try to help make sure the only burden is the cancer itself, not the access to information, not the access to resources, and not the access to communication. Yeah, We're trying to look at the whole picture. You know, for myself, too, and even though I'm a physician and going through cancer treatment, I felt very fortunate with the pre-existing knowledge that I have. I don't necessarily felt like I got it all from my physicians and my caregivers. I really felt like I had to dig and reach out and ask people and ask questions and really keep track of things. And we're here to help with that kind of stuff too. I make a joke. I refer to it as a diamond in the garbage can. <laughs> you, have to, you have to dig through the banana peels and the coffee grounds, but they're there. It's, it's there. So you just have to find it. So so now what, what day was the grand opening? Uh, that was in July. I think it was the 13th. Uh, of, of last year, 20. And then we hopefully have some fundraisers coming up? Yep. We've got a car show that we're planning in the works. We're going to be at the um, county fair, hopefully. Um, we have got a, a Roaring Twenties dance. I'm excited about that one. I know. We're I don't gonna... know how good I look in a flapper dress, but mm, we'll just have to see. That's okay. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and a cornhole uh, tournament, you know, um, is, is another one of the fundraising things that we're um, – that we have planned in the works. So um, so we're looking forward to being more involved in the community and at the same time um, reaching people that, that need, you know, what we have here for them to, um, to take advantage of. So, How many people would you say have come through so far? I, I would estimate about 30 so far. That, okay. that would be a fair estimate. That's a start. Yeah, yeah. And, and it starts out with they're just curious about what we do and then – Two and a half, three hours later, <laughs> um, <clears throat> we um, we direct them to, and then we have a couple uh, lately that that have been in in urgent need, mm-hmm. and um, I'm real proud of the fact that we've been able to to you know take care of that need immediately, and then even get them on the right track and and um, see a brighter future for their health and their their life. So. So we have that too. That's that's great. You know, I, know. I I'm just I'm so excited about this place, and I'm so excited with the aspect of turning something potentially very negative that happened to me in this last year and molding it into something positive. You know, I'm always saying, even in my book, that I wanted to be a flashlight to help guide people right. through, and this is helping do that. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Take somebody wide-eyed deer in the headlights and kind of retrack them and show up. No, no, there's there's an end here, and we're gonna we're gonna help get you there. Uh-huh. Um, so let's let everybody know where where are we located? One five one nine five South Dixie Highway, right across the street from Allen Chevrolet Cadillac uh, on uh, South Dixie Highway. And what's our phone number? Seven three four six three nine one one six seven. Well, there you have it, folks. A little little introduction to Ribbons of Monroe, a fantastic support organization for cancer patients, families, and friends right here in Monroe, Michigan. You heard our number right at the end of the podcast. Give us a call. If there's a need, we're going to try and help you meet it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.